Welcome to the studio, Denise and Amber. How are things going over at Serenity? Great. Oh, you just, it was like, which one of us is going to talk into the microphone? Amber's well, like, you're not going to make me talk today, are you? And I'm like, no. Well, I'll, I'll direct my questions at Amber right off the bat. Okay, Amber, so. We're changing seasons right now, Amber, and so that's got to change things up at Serenity a little bit. So it's getting cooler. We're not spending as much time outside. So what are we doing inside right now that's a lot of fun? We've been doing a lot of baking. We've had a lot of apples and fresh apple baking and Everybody's just kind of still enjoying the outdoors as much as they can, but yeah. That sounds like a great activity. Yeah. Why not? We got the cardio drumming. I don't know if you Ooh. saw that trending a while back, but the big yoga yes. balls and the drumsticks. So they're do like da 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 tequila. <laughs> kind of a riot. <laughs> I love that. Well, and actually, you can probably spend a little bit more time outside now than you could even in the middle of summer when it was like a hundred degrees all summer. It's much better. Yeah. Well, good, good. And I know things are always thriving at Serenity Assisted Living and Memory Care. You guys have so much going on and. Now, how long have you had the memory care building open at this point? Three years. Three years. Mm -hmm. So you know all the things that you would have done differently and all the things that, like, someone was really smart when they did this, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, it's been our fourth edition, so there's definitely things that we've approved every time we did it. And um, what makes that building particularly special is we built it specifically for memory care. Mm -hmm. You know, we had opportunities in the past to convert other portions of our building, long hallways, and that just doesn't fit that disease very well. And so what's really special about the memory care is it it fits that disease and assists in getting through their day much better than we would have if we would have just modified before. That's very cool. Well, Mm -hmm. fantastic. Well, it's when and where for senior care. And you've invited Patty Cullen, president and CEO of Care Providers of Minnesota, to be with us via phone. Patty, welcome to the Mighty 790. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciated learning a little bit more about what's going on in the fall. I'm tempted to do a little drive up there. Well, they promised me some apple desserts at one point, so Patty will save you a slice as well. Can we start with this, please? What is Care Providers of Minnesota, Patty? So Care Providers of Minnesota, we are a membership association, a nonprofit membership association. So Providers across the state providing senior care pay us dues, and we give them a variety of services from advocacy to education to resources, networking. So we are their association, and kind of Denise is one of my bosses. Oh, that's good. You couldn't ask for a better boss. I like the sound of that. Now, (laughs) there is something that care providers, I'm sure, is helping consult on right now, and that's the workforce crisis. Uh, Uh Talking to Uh your providers, what are you hearing about the workforce when it comes to caregiver positions? Well, I've been around a long time, and we have had chronic shortages where we haven't felt like we have enough new staff coming in, but we've never experienced anything as bad as we have today. Even last last winter, we surveyed our members and they found there were 8,000 open positions in our uh, senior living communities across the state. Well, we just finished our survey last month. There are 23,000 open positions, which means those that are back working in our buildings are working really hard and they're getting very tired. Um, we also know that for every one person, new staff member we bring in, we've got about one and a half leaving. You know, in the month of August, we lost 
a net of 2,000 staff positions. They're exhausted. And so you can't kind of blame those that have worked long and hard during this pandemic. Well, we're not talking about getting somebody in who you can teach the job to in one shift training either. We're talking about very specific things. And so, Patty, from your perspective, what are some of the action steps needed to address this crisis? You know, what is care providers advocating for on a, on a larger level? Well, a couple of things. We need short-term crisis management and then some really long-term solid planning on this. So on the short term, we know there's federal American relief funds that have been given to every state that are available. And we've been working with the administration on trying to figure out how we can have emergency strike teams available now for two purposes. One, to provide respite relief to give these poor overworked staff a break, but also to use these strike teams to fill in gaps where facilities are at the brink of closure because they don't have any staff to work the weekend. So that's step one. Step two is we know that we've got to get some upfront money to raise our wages. Um, we need to be competitive in the marketplace so that our staff don't have to work two jobs in order to do what they love. We want to make sure it's livable wages, which means the reimbursement system under the Medicaid program is really not very good, especially for assisted living but also for nursing facilities at this at this point in the state's reimbursement system. So we're hoping to get upfront money to enhance caregiver wages in a big way. And then we just need to do some longer-term reforms to the state Medicaid system, as well as kind of the workforce training education pipeline, making sure we have um, incentives for people to, to go to school, to get trained in some of the positions where we have openings so that they don't have to pay for tuition that's a cash flow issue for many of our folks. Patty Cullen, president and CEO of Care Providers of Minnesota, is on the line with us. You're listening to When and Where for Senior Care. Patty, what are some suggestions you're giving to your providers and the public as a call to action on this workforce crisis? We're telling, we're telling our members a couple of things. We're saying right now, if your loved one, if, you, if you're in the community and need to place your loved one, we have about 70% of communities are placing holds on admissions. We don't want to do that to families. We don't want to do that to hospital systems. We want to be able to serve people when they need to be served. So reach out to your legislators, reach out to the governor and say, take action now, give the money so we could boost the wages so that we could have some strike teams so that I can, I can find a place for my loved one who needs the long-term services and supports available in these communities. Denise, let's talk on a hyper-local level here. Uh, right now, are you currently looking for more employees at Serenity? <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. Amber, um, I mean, we get a lot of applications. Some maybe aren't qualified, but more importantly, maybe not showing up. Um, so it's been really hard. I think we are very lucky being in the Fargo-Moorhead area. I think if we were any more rural, it would be pretty heartbreaking. I, I know Amber and I are both familiar with places closing, places literally not being able to take admissions. So that means your loved one I don't know, has a heart attack, has a stroke. There's no nursing home, TCU. Um, I, we talked to, found out a social worker we used to, you know, work very well with, um, just 
is so tired. Like now she's just working at a, a local restaurant and because she just can't do it anymore. And like those, those things are really heartbreaking. Yeah. B- burnout is something that we didn't expect into COVID, but let's be honest, this has existed even before the pandemic Absolutely. was this workforce crisis, especially for people like yourselves. Imagine if you flipped this and said there are no no one was becoming a teacher anymore. Right. And so you're going to send your kids 90 miles away. Right. You know, there's no facility local mm-hmm. anymore. That is sort of the unthinkable. And in areas where we do concentrate on rural uh, and staying as close to, the you know, where you've called home. This has got to be something that, you know, clearly you've been thinking about for a long time at Serenity Assisted Living and Memory Care. Yeah, they're discharging an hour away to facilities an hour away, you know, and we're offering double time to employees and they're still working too much. It's it's they're heroes and we are so proud of them, but like it's just not sustainable. Wow. And Patty, one more quick question for you, too. Uh, Patty Collin, president and CEO of Care Providers of Minnesota, when when these companies are saying, gosh, you know, we've existed now for maybe 30, 40 years and we've been providing this care, but we no longer can. I mean, are you advising them to say, well, maybe look outside of the state, maybe be advertising in other areas to try and get more people to come in, make this uh, be, become a home from someone who's in Texas and wants to work, you know, closer to maybe where they grew up or something along those lines? Well, um, we're not the only state that has a workforce crisis. And so, you know, it's, it's a national crisis in senior care and um, we're not alone. So, so I do think every other state does have similar issues to what we have. We also are one of the few states in the nation that aren't part of the nurse compact. So we can't take nurses from other states to have them come work for us uh, unless they become licensed in our state. So we have a few more regulatory roadblocks than a few other states. But, but that would be a good sales tip, JJ, around January to say, come up from Texas and live in Minnesota, you guys. <laughs> You'll love it here. <laughs> oh, well, Patty, thank you so much for making some time for us today. Denise, Amber, you always bet. great to have you guys in here. And if people want to come and tour or maybe they want to fill out an application where they're going to find Serenity Assisted Living and Memory Care. We are at www.serenityassistedliving.com or you can call me anytime at 218-477-7254 and I'm Amber. Thank you so much. <laughs> you guys have a great day. Bundle up for fall weather. Thanks, Thank guys. Thank you. Thank you.